spoken lately. I haven't thought about flying for a long time. I haven't dreamed of that moment when I was alone above the clouds for a long time. I haven't dreamed of waking up in a room surrounded in blue and green grass more years than I could dream of memory. I haven't walked back into the past or scratched on the doors of my origins, where it all came from, since I held up that cape for the last time. Return to Kent Town 10th year anniversary edition is a revised version of Ambien's first poetry book. The book can be purchased from Amazon and it contains numerous additional material. Spoken Hi, it's Andian from Spoken Label. A spoken Label was originally set up at the beginning of 2016 and records show it started off really as a one-off podcast chatting to writers, poets and artists. Over time, it became monthly, then weekly and occasionally nowadays it goes on that to a more regular basis. To date, I've done over 330 sessions and I'm always looking for new poets, writers, artists, singer-songwriters, general interesting creative people to come onto the podcast. You can find this on all the usual networks over Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Podbay and dozens of others. But it does have a central database of spoken label, which is all one word, dot bandcamp.com. Obviously now, to help me with the running costs of this podcast, I'm always grateful for any kind of donation to assist me with it. You can either do the donation through the Bandcamp page by putting in a fee to download one of the free podcasts, or send it over to my PayPal to aen1mpo at yahoo.co.uk. My email address again is aen1mpo at yahoo.co.uk. Enjoy the podcast. Take care. Bye. Spoken label. Hi, guys. Andy N. Spoken label. Back in the house on a Friday afternoon. This is a Friday afternoon, then. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's a Friday evening. You can tell I'm on one of those days today. Now, with a bit of a story behind this today, this young gentleman got with us. Now, up where we live in, in Denton Way, over at Guybridge Theatre, they started in a, what, a cabaret sort of night up there last Friday, the first one, and it was absolutely tremendous. We went down there just to watch, not to read, and there was a fantastic audience. It was a full house of well, 60 people, and I bet this young gentleman got with us today. He was a fantastic singer-songwriter. He absolutely blew me away, did when I heard him last Friday. And it kind of says it all that Amanda, obviously the wife, turned and says to me before he even got onto his second song, Andy, you've got to book him on Spoken Label. This lad's tremendous. Here he is. Now, the gentleman's name, of course, is not um, Andrew Keevely. That's another story another day, that's. But we've got Alf Whitby with us today. Now, Alf, obviously, people that don't know you, mate, tell us a little bit about yourself, first of all. I know you've told me, hinted already, like you've not got white with a Mancunian, Thameside accent, that's for sure. So tell us about where you came from, what led you to Manchester. We'll start from there. Brilliant. Yeah, no, thanks again for having me, Andy. Uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to to chat with you tonight. It was a pleasure to meet you the, the other night. 
um, and to and to play the songs. It was a it was a fantastic night. It was it was it was brilliant to to play in front of uh, so many people, so many uh, people from the, the local community uh, and on such a diverse kind of lineup as well. You know, it was, it was really fun. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm from London originally. So uh, I grew up on, in, in kind of West London, a place called Uxbridge, um, which is kind of on the outskirts, but moved up to Manchester for uni uh, kind of over 10 years ago now. Uh, and loved it here, always always kind of loved um, living here. I thought it was a fantastic city, fantastic place to, to, to live. So I, I stuck around. Um, all my family kind of moved away from London after that, actually. They moved to, to Ireland, which is where, where all my family are from. Oh, right. So you've got Irish heritage in you as well, then, of yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, um, which sometimes, I think, maybe come, comes out in the, in the music as well. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, big big Irish family, big Catholic Irish family uh, back, back over there. Um, so, yeah, moved, moved over here uh, and been playing music the whole time, really. You know, I played in bands in... in in London as a teenager, you know, kind of in the cover bands, doing the cooch and all of that kind of stuff, the Arctic Monkeys. Oh, uh, kind of. Oh, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> I, without outing myself, and I'll let, yeah, there is a funny story about that. And I'll, I'll have to say it anyway, because it is funny. Obviously, with the Arctic Monkeys, the people check it, their first bass player was called Andy Nicholson. No way. Okay. Yeah, and people know me. Also, I'm going to out myself here, but I don't care. My real name's Andy Nicholson. It's quite funny. When I started putting some my own music up on Bandcamp, oh, about, what, some years ago, I accidentally yeah. put the first single out as Andy Nicholson. Uh-huh. Absolute loads of downloads. Yeah. I had loads of messages coming through saying, oh, Andy, your music's completely changed from the Arctic Monkeys. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, brilliant. That's a good, that's a good marketing plan, that, yeah. Maybe I should... Uh... I should try and use someone else's name. What, what you should do is call yourself Eddie Sharon. <laughs> I don't know Eddie Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, nice. Yeah, so yeah, we played in bands that whole time. I was I was at uni. I joined a band called Easy Kill. You know, we did the Manchester scene quite extensively for, for kind of five years or so. Um, and then towards the end of that, I, I kind of started doing my own stuff, was, you know, writing all the time and, and decided mm. to, to start recording. And that's turned into to Alf Whitby and what, and what it is today, really. Yeah, yeah it's fantastic. If people wonder about your music, it's, I'd hate using pigeonholes of people. But it, yeah, I know it's been described, you described as a modern day alternative folk singer, but I think you yeah. go way beyond that, you're doing this. The songs you've done, absolutely. What was two we heard last week, and man, I've gone for your SoundCloud page before. It's absolutely tremendous. Now, obviously, we were talking before about some of your influences, and that, and people will say this because he's mentioned on your page, <laughs> like it's. Yeah. I know, I both know you're a big Nick Drake fan, aren't you? So, which I can hear in your songs here. But tell us about you love a Nick Drake, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I suppose that he, I do. I do absolutely love Nick Drake. I wouldn't say he's he, he's my biggest influence. But I think it's one that, that definitely comes through a lot mm. and, and one that people relate to quite a lot and, and hear. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I love uh, Nick Drake. I love all of his albums. We, we were discussing you know, what's, what's the favourite one, I think. Yeah. But between Pink Moon and, and Five Leaves, you know, it's uh, it, it's a toss-up. And, and as we were saying, you know, it's dependent on mood. Uh, I think it's uh, it, it can flip between them. But, 
yeah, he, his guitar playing I find incredible. Um, he's, you know, the intricacy and the, um, the tonality of, of what he does and, and how it changes over the, over the course of the song, I think it's, it's fantastic. Um, and his lyrics are just very unique um, and interesting. I think that's uh, th- those were the two big, big kind of kind of draws for me. Yeah, yeah, straight away it was a one-off, and I think some acts like obviously the team in the seventies, even examine his existence. Some acts toured all the time, and played, and he never did, and I think that added to his mystique. And it, and I remember, yeah. when, I remember when they but they finally got out that John, one of his John Peel sessions a couple of years ago. I was only crying during it. Cause you just you like you hear the songs done in a different way. It's really quite unusual. I actually heard that he was he was really frustrating to see live because he he would be tuning for half the show. You know, he'd just spend so much time, and he wouldn't he wouldn't like engage with you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he wouldn't. I heard the same. Yeah. About it. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, amazing when he's playing, but yeah, I suppose he's he, he's yeah. an interesting character in that oh, way. Oh, com- completely. What was what what sort of music do you like? Do you like listening to then? Does the people know? Yeah, so I mean, I mean that folky side definitely is a, is a big thing for me. So you know, Joni Mitchell and um, people like that, Dylan and, and that kind of side of things. But yeah, de- definitely a lot of uh, indie music. You know, Interpol, Radiohead, that kind of thing was de- definitely defined my kind of late late teens. Um, I had a I had a dance phase, you know, during uni where it was all about electronic music and. Oh yeah, uh, I I think yeah a lot of people do obviously, but I still find that really interesting to integrate some of that into my music when I can. Um, so you know if I can get some synth in, if I can get some some electronic sounding sounding drums or or do some sampling, I, I think that's a really fun thing to do and a, a fun oh, way yeah. to. Love love doing it myself, and I know exactly what you mean. I like sometimes just going on stage and you have the audience sat there thinking. What's he going to do next? Yeah. And that, that adds to the fun behind it, definitely, with that said. So, but anyway, um, obviously, about yourself, and obviously, well, um, well, he's saying we're talking about your new single, aren't we? True to form. Yeah. So, yeah. tell us about your new single and true to form, which I've got to say, I thought it was tremendous. I really did. Thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate it. So, um, true to form was, was born um, it's a couple of years ago now. It was kind of. Mm. Uh, I suppose it was just before the, the pandemic, maybe I, I, I started writing um, the, the music. I mean, the, the lyrics came about after actually watching. I don't know if you saw, I can't remember which Winter Olympics it was. I'm guessing it was the last one. Um, and there was a Russian skater that uh, she was only a kid, like mm. super young, uh, maybe 14, 15. She had, a, she had a nightmare on the ice anyway. Like, oh, just, okay. Um, kept falling over all this stuff and it, 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 she looked like really shook up and everything and she was coming off the ice and her coach was shouting at her and stuff and it was it was just awful but I kind of started thinking about uh, you know the pressure that, that, that these kids or, and just people sports people and, and performers in, in general just to get put under and, um, I thought it was quite an interesting thing to explore and, and something that you know use that metaphor and, and use the, um, the the sporting kind of uh, kind of kind of metaphor to, to apply to, to also what I do and, and, and um, see, see where I can take it with that. So that, that was kind of the basis of, of the song, you know, the pressures that go with 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 having to 
be absolutely on point at that one moment and, mm. and all the prep that goes into that one moment or where you need to execute and if and if it doesn't happen for you you know the, the effect that can have um so that was that was the, the how the lyrics came about um, and you'll hear through it you know references to ice and, and dancing and all that kind of stuff so uh, the music came about um the music a lot of the music was uh, written and and sort of mm. demoed in, in the other sky oh um, whoa whoa yeah yeah, so I, I, I took a bit of an artist retreat up to the other sky, packed up my studio, you know, drove up there and, and uh, borrowed my mate's drums, uh, set it all up in this old coal shed, which was the cheapest accommodation I could find. It was like, wow. it was the depth I'll, I'll of winter. So. How long were you there for then? So I was there for, I think, eight days, yeah, um, which was fantastic. It was great. It was, yeah, I had such a a nice experience and and during that time yeah, I, wrote, I wrote the bones of this most of the song demoed it out and the, you know the drums that you hear on the track now were recorded there so uh wow. they've got this really interesting because because it was just a stone kind of building it had a, and it was like wonky and it had a really low ceiling had a really like nice uh tonality to, to the drums i thought and really nice character um which was, was really cool. Added, well, I also added to that, I, only, I recorded the drums with only four mics because that was all I had with me. So it was oh, kind of typical. It was, <laughs> it was, uh, I was just super happy with how they sounded. So that was what went in. And uh, yeah, really pleased with, with how, it, how it turned out. No, it's a fantastic single, really, is with that one. So, and um, obviously, if people were seeing you live, obviously, I mean, I saw you, we saw you the week, it was just you and your guitar. But I know at the moment you've had a slight change in approach, haven't you? So, at least in your single launch, and unfortunately this podcast is coming out just after that. So tell us about then what's made you want to have a, a band backing you now then. Yeah, so this is the this is the first time we're having a, a full five piece piece band uh, on the night, which is is exciting. I think I think true to form was kind of one of the drivers actually, because it's such mm. a it's such a bass and drum driven song. I thought I could never perform that live without uh, you know, those aspects. Um, so I started thinking about it. I knew I wanted to do kind of a, a Saturday night gig. Uh, I haven't done one of those in, in a while. Uh, and I knew I wanted to do a headline gig. Started thinking about, you know, how I can make it happen. Uh, and then luckily the people that I reached out to, um, to do it were, were keen. And, and we've, we've, we've had two practices so far, to be honest, we've got one on, on Monday as well, but we don't really need it. we I've got amazing musicians playing uh, and they have just slotted in so nicely, added their, added so much character, added their musicality and, and added parts all over the place that really just enhance it. So the songs have become something I never kind of thought they would be, which has been been really, really nice to to, to listen to. And um, yeah, I hope, hopefully we'll do it again, again sometime. So, so they, I, I play with uh, two girls normally now. So they're, they're mm. Georgie uh, and Hazel are, are their names, but they they are a duo themselves. They're called Watson and Lockett. Uh, they play around Manchester. You should definitely go check them out if anyone wants to listen to this. Um, and they're amazing. And and they normally play with me. Um, and they kind of do. They they're multi instrumentalists. I, I call them proper musicians because 
they can read music and, and know <laughs> about that side of things, which I don't, to be honest. I'm, I'm, I can't read music. I don't know music theory very well at all. I just kind of go off, off gut feel. Um, so, yeah, they, they're, they're, they've, they've been with me for, for a couple of years now um, doing this thing. And, and it's nice to have uh, Jack on the bass. Um, he, he, Jack actually produced uh, True to Form. So he's, oh. a, he's a producer himself. So he mixed it. Um, and then Alex uh, on the drums uh, is someone that I've, he's I actually knew him from home in London and, and we always played in Manchester together. So uh, it's a really great group. Uh, very uh, pleased and privileged to have them all uh, playing with me. Brilliant. Great stuff. Now, obviously, um, obviously, I'm going to have to ask you now to start wrapping up now, obviously. But there's a couple of things always like asking people. Obviously, now, when's the single out, first of all, just so people know? Even though this podcast goes out after it. <laughs> no, no, yeah, that's absolutely So the, the single comes out on Friday, the, the 27th of, of January. Uh, and the gig, the single launch gig is on Saturday, the, the 28th of January. Brilliant. And what plans do you have next then after, the, after that one? Yeah, I feel I, I'm not really sure, in honesty. Uh, I've, I've put a lot into the, so this is the third single of, of kind of a, a, a trio of singles. And I've put a lot into them uh, and I've put a lot into this gig. So uh, I've been kind of laser focused on making sure that these have the biggest splash and, and the biggest uh, impact as I possibly can uh, get as much many people here as possible. So I haven't really been thinking about the future too much. Uh, I'm always writing. Uh, I'm always, I'm always have that side of things. Uh, there's, there's some interest in, Stuff I think uh, I can, I still want to want to do uh, in music. So it's just whatever form that takes. Uh, you know, uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, yeah, that's best. That's the best way of putting it. I can't ask you, is there an album on the way? Obviously, it will reveal itself as it always does. On I'm a firm believer, yeah. definitely. So now, obviously, to wrap up this part, then obviously, um, if people want to find out more about you, where do you recommend they go? So. I have a website with a with a mailing list, which is is the best way I'd say. Um, I keep the uh, I, I send out the odd email on that, which is is, is really uh, good good for me, and I hope good for people receiving. But I'm also uh, you know I'm on Spotify, I'm on Instagram, and uh, those two are the main ones probably I would go looking. Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, okay. What we'll then do is wrap up this part, mate, and when you come back. I'll explain what happens next, okay? Just so people know, it's good. It's one of those ones where you might have to actually go into the audio version to get the extra bits on this, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Listen, mate, it's yeah. been a pleasure. So hang around, everybody. We should go right back in two shakes of the voice. Spoken name. Hi, guys. Andy and Spoken Nable. The fantastic, of course. Alf Whitby. Now, what we're doing here is obviously people are catching the video version of this within a few seconds. Here, Alf obviously is doing a song for us. But if you go for the audio version after the podcast is finished, you will hear with permission the audio version of Alf's new single. Okay, so obviously that's it for me. So straight over to Alf. Go for it, my friend. Brilliant. Thank you, Andy. So, uh, yeah, this song's called Apex. Uh, I kind of came up with the, the concept of this song uh, after. Or during the drive back from Sky, you know, on, the, on that that trip that I was talking about before. So uh, the song's about uh, life in a lot of ways, but it's uh, it, 
I, I, I took a lot of inspiration from from the road and, and the experience of kind of driving uh, long distances and, and the kind of mindset that you get into when you when you're doing that kind of drive. Um, so it's called Apex. Yeah, I hope you enjoy. It. Thank you. 
mesmerising, absolutely mesmerising at them. Brilliant. Thanks, Alf. I've just sat there and I'd, I'd, you can't have a seat when I've said knock the speaker off on this, but I just closed my eyes and let, let the words and sounds enrapture me. Absolutely yeah. tremendous. I appreciate <laughs> that. A pleasure, mate. Good luck with the gig. Obviously, he's <laughs> going out after that. And all the best yeah. single, mate. So hang around anyway, because I do need to quit early off mic anyway. But I want to thank you for that, mate. It's been a pleasure. Really enjoyed this tonight. Thank you so much for having me. Really enjoyed this. Thank you so much. Okay, guys and girls, that's it for another night for Spoken Label. As Don Callis over at AEW says, stay safe and stay over. And we'll see you all next time. Spoken Label.
spoken language.